You are listening to the Path to Partner podcast on the Kyle Dempster Studios Network. Support this and other shows at patreon.com forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios. You can gain access to an exclusive new podcast, Patreon only. If you want to hear the inner workings of my weird mind, that's the place to go. We also have Twitch coaching lessons one-on-one time so we can check out what's going on with your channel as well as some cool other things, including uh, taking control of the stream for a day and being the director, as you will. We also have professional gamer status, which grants you whitelisted access to all of our gaming servers. So check it out. That's patreon.com forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of the Path to Partner podcast. My name is Kyle and I'm joined here by my co-host as always, Nate. How you doing this week, man? I'm living the dream, still riding the wave. It's uh, It's been an exciting little week or two weeks or I don't even know how long it is. I feel like I'm in a time warp right now. So I'm loving it. How are you doing, man? Oh, my God. Actually, you're right. Oh, OK. So we haven't talked since last week. Does that mean it was just recent? Oh, gosh. It was just a couple days ago that I did my insane subathon thingy. I don't know how far back that was now. Time has flown. But now I have to dye my hair blue and life's crazy. So I'm Man, with you're, you. you're going to replace Ninja on uh, oh Twitch, God. I see. That's what they're Blue saying. Blue hair, bandanas. Oh, <laughs> hot. I could do that. No, life has been really good. Um, a lot of things to report on. I forget what all we talked about last week in terms of doing sponsorship style stuff. But we... Oh, last time I had gotten in here, I was able to talk about uh, doing the the Hunter's Arena one, I think it was. And the other group hooked me up with a Black Desert Online one. So I guess the moral of the story is... Read your emails and do your research because this group did come totally out of the blue. You know, we talked about that last time being like fearful of like if they seem like it's too good to be true. But this group had a contract ready to go. Uh, So, again, be smart, but be open. So that was really, really cool experience to work with this group again. And I think you and I both have been playing with that Stream Raiders tool that's now out there going around. Mm, I love it. I'm addicted. (laughs) I'm addicted. (laughs) Oh my god, dude, I really... So if anyone has not seen it, it has really been making its rounds. It came in through Twitch um, a bounty not long ago, and I think I did it Sunday night was my first experience. It's a game that works with your stream. We've talked about gamifying streams in the past, but this is just kind of a brief aside. This is something really, really cool. So if you guys haven't checked it out, Stream Raiders, or I think it's streamcaptains.com. Look at them. They're getting a free plug out of me, but it is that neat. Um, And technically, they did pay me to play it the first night, and I'm so glad they did because my chat was just like where everyone's hooked. And Nate, the coolest part of this game, not to give away the ultimate secret because everyone's audience is be different, but I've seen my audience stick with me to play that game even when I've gone to games they don't usually play which is crazy. That's a huge thing with how it's designed. Okay, I mean, it's no it's no big surprise. You guys have been with us long enough that we know like the inside tricks and tips of having these things. One thing with it is is that when you start a battle yeah. within you have, you know, it takes 30 minutes to get all the troops in and then you can start the battle and then you can start another battle up. And what happens is is people want to keep putting their troops in and every five minutes you put it in there. So what it is, it's almost like an algorithm where people will stay that five minutes and put a new troop in. They'll stay another five minutes and put another troop in and they'll stay, you know, all the way up until the whole, all the way up until about the whole, um, the whole little um, 30 minutes is ready. And then what happens? They're there for another 30 minutes. It's one of those things where it's, it's a fun game. It's enjoyable and it's enough to kind of keep people around as well too. And it gives them something to do, especially if you play a game that's not as um, 
story driven, like uh, like us playing ESO or anything along those lines. We we can stop and do a little raid for I don't know what two minutes, right. three minutes, and then go back into. It. I love the way it's designed. Very smart way of doing it. So uh, I'm pumped on it. Oh yeah, I like it. It's fun. I just got access to it, so I can't wait to get it set up. Oh yes, do it, man. Well, on the bright side, we know what Elder Scrolls 2021 content will be because um, Rich is addicted to it. So he was logging in from work around meetings to place troops in the game. So I'm really convinced that ESO's next chapter will just be stream raiders who will be all of Elder Scrolls online at this rate. They've made something addicting, like you said. Every five minutes, you put down a troop. Every 30 minutes, there's a battle. Streamer gets loot. They get to distribute it randomly or intentionally to their audience. Very, very cool. I have noticed, though, I'm not sure if this is intentional or not. Uh, I've noticed some people playing the game that aren't in my chat, and I have no idea how that shakes down. Like, I don't know if that's what they want to be happening. I don't know how those people know. I think they're like some people just have the website up. You will always have people that min-max their farm bills and their web browser style games. You know, that's age-old stuff. Uh, but it, it's just kind of interesting to see how much passion people are having for it. Yeah, one one huge thing is you can buy more battlefield spaces. And what it'll be is, this, really? let's just say someone that. likes you or like it says... You know, may, maybe like, you know, maybe since it's new, they'll show yeah. who's live and who's playing it. So sometimes you just like to throw their stuff in and like kind of go. Or if you're newer to it, they'll put your stuff in so that way they can, they can grow with you. So it's a lot easier. So I think that could be potentially be it. Be but cool. yeah, no, it's a it's addicting. It's addicting for people for sure. Well, good on them. Honestly, I brought up Farmville, and and weirdly enough, I I I feel like this is almost the Farmville of this is our this is our Facebook Farmville, right? Like this is the game that is like catching on like wildfire, and everyone's playing it. Uh, I do make a general recommendation. They do have a partner program, which I I've put in. Like uh, they they came to me very kindly and asked me to join it. So we're gonna get like an emote on a banner and stuff. That stuff is shared with the streamer. So just everyone out there that knows, if you get on the partner program, um, you you get some money out of it. But not everything like the food and all that doesn't help. So like, you know, there's there's some things that support the stream or some things that aren't. And I've been vocal with my audience about that just because I think a lot of people these days are trained that like Twitch is 50-50 split and some people just want to support. And I'm like, that's great. Hey, if you're just having fun playing the game, play the hell out of it. But if you're looking to like, you know, is this equivalent of a subscription? Not exactly. You know, not that's not that's not it. But it's so freaking fun. So I recommend playing it full stop. I also have exciting news that just happened like an hour ago. Nate, I got paid. I got paid. I finally got paid. Soft giving. Wait, from the from the stream elements, no people that they work with. Yes, that, that paid. Correct. Oh. So stream elements got. This is a re recap. I think last week's episode we talked sponsorship and all that. So I told told a bad story about it, and it was when stream elements, my manager there, approached me. And was like, hey, this is a cool opportunity. They're paying people out. Uh, to do a charity. This is soft giving. Please don't ever work with them people out there. This is my show. This is me saying it, not Nate. So I'm keeping you out of this. But I'm just saying I don't support them. I don't like what I've heard about them after this. The stories that have come out are not good. And Stream Elements had to fight and fight and fight on my behalf. So thank you to them for actually chasing these people, I, I think, almost legally. Like, I think that that hammer came out a couple times of, like, you can't not pay our people. Uh, so thank you for that, chasing it down. That's very kind. That's, like, the cost of actually getting my taxes done and everything for the year. So I'm, like, very happy to have that a little extra dose of income last minute but that concludes a saga that has been happening since um oh like january 1st or 3rd or something whenever i first poked and said when do i get paid so two months later 
crazy. I want to say that other group I work with that I just talked about, they the next time they pay me it was under 12 hours. I'm like, there are good sponsors out there and there are bad ones. And that's what I'm stressing here is the importance of knowing who you're working with. Get the good ones. Now, before we started the stream, you, Nate, were telling me an interesting story. Um, this is kind of a, another scatterbrain episode. We're going to talk about some email uh, emails from listeners, and Nate's got a fun one that I want to get into here in a second. And then we got some news to wrap it out for the day. But you were telling me a story about going to Twitch Columbus, right? Yeah, I went to uh, Twitch Columbus, which is actually gr- it's a great place. It's a gr- It's fantastic. I'm actually very involved with that organization. If you guys are around the Columbus area, look it up, Twitch Columbus. They have meetups and stuff like that. But um, I was telling him a story because Kyle just recently got a Discord partner t-shirt that Discord sent over so gracefully. So I was like, I was just joking around and I was like, yeah, you know, they gave, thank you, know, thank you Twitch for actually giving Twitch affiliates a t-shirt because um, they gave t-shirts out at the, uh, at the, uh, the Twitch Ohio meetup. And uh, we're kind of going over a little bit of talking about it. And uh, Ninja614, who's a partnered broadcaster for ESO, was um, we, he lives in Ohio as well. So we, we were talking or whatever. And since we're both part of the same community, I'm still pulling hundreds of viewers. And, you know, like, even though I'm not partnering yet, it just takes a little bit more time. And um, someone came up to him and put his arm around Ninja614. And was like, if, you know, if, if these people are like get a little bit too much, we have a little partner section. <laughs> and it was like a table off to its side where Twitch affiliates couldn't go, but partners could, which it, it's kind of weird that there's se- like separation between that because a lot of Twitch partners, and this is, this is kind of also boils over to a life lesson for everyone. A lot of Twitch partners, after getting partnered, they think that they do not have to keep grinding. So what happens is, is they go from be having hundreds of views in their channel to having 20 views or even 15 views because they change up the content or something changes. So it, it was, it was funny because Ninja looked at me and he was like, after what's after the guy that was running the, the thing left and he, he re listens over me. He was like, I wonder if he knows if you have more viewers in like this whole room. I'm like, I did just fine. Ninja, just let it go. Let's just drink our white claws and have fun. <laughs> it was so terrible. <sighs> Wow. Now, that's the problem with it, though. That That is people using that badge to lord themselves over others. Um, I don't like that that's a thing that happens. I I don't know. Twitch, for all the things that I have and have said wrong with them and, and have yelled at them for in the past, this is one of the ones that I don't, I can't, I, I have a hard time. It's their fault, but I don't really blame them because it's growing pains and it's naivete. But I think the culture they set with the partner thing from the start was very strange. I think you and I have talked about this before. Even the word partner is a strange one to use for people that like you have thousands and thousands of and you couldn't name like half of them or even a quarter of them. Like, you know, I always think partners the ones you'd be you'd go up st- on stage with. Like, I, I think I, I don't know. I, I think like ESO used me as a as a stream team partner, right? And that was a way of using a partner. It's like we will stake our brand on this person. But yeah, it's a strange. They set out a strange culture from the start, and it 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 has to. Uh, I don't know. I hope it changes. I hope I hope partners don't lord that over affiliates. But I think they do it all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where I was listening to Linux or Linksys Seven, who is a speedrunner, talk about, it, and he is like, "It's one of he's like people get that stuff goes to their head all the time." And oh, yeah. this is for anyone that had potentially got partnered. You got to understand, easy come, easy go. Even though you have that check mark, that doesn't you. There is nothing that is. I mean, the check mark will always be there, but your viewership won't. You have to work every single day. It's one of these things where you put in 
you have to you have to be okay with grinding 80 hour weeks 40 hour weeks consistently and you got to be making more friends than you're losing on this platform because just think of it this way like you know you watch you watch twitch and like how long do you really watch a broadcaster for moving on and watching another one yeah you might go back and be like oh yeah i remember why i like this guy and then start watching for a couple months or this girl and then move on to another person so it's one of those things where you got to be consistently making uh, more friends than you're losing and that's a that's a huge thing is in this industry, a lot of people think they, they fly, like we say, we fly too close to the sun, their mm-hmm. wings melt, and they crash into the ocean. So it's like, it's one of those things, just, just you, you know, be level-headed. And I love Linksys because he has like, he had 1,600 people on his channel and he still was like talking to, he was he was finding people and talking to them and having comments. It, like, it felt like I was watching like an affiliate with 40 views and he nice. had 1600 viewers. I was like, this guy's amazing. I'm, in, I'm really enjoying this. I like that. I should watch him too. I like that sort of thing as well. People really enjoy when you can still hold a conversation with chat. So that's really, really good. Um, and I was going to say, I was going to tack onto that. You're very right. And we know, we know, I just want everyone out there to realize this as well. Getting partnerships, a beautiful thing, but a lot of the time, if your partner pushing or anything like that to the top, there are audience members that strictly want to partner push with you too. So like, just know exactly that sort of thing. The audience that's with you while you're partner pushing may strictly only be there for the push part. Like that, that was something that, that I noticed to be true. I had heard it beforehand, but I was like, okay. So like, it's very often, and you're very, you said this, we've said it before. It continues to be true that, if again, if you if that, if it happens that event, you lose the people, you don't gain more people back. It's a downward spiral, and it can make you feel really bad about your content. Like, what did I do wrong? I just got partners my highest month and whatever, and then the next, it's kind of which known. is crazy because I think that's one reason why I got denied so much, even with having two hundred average. I think one thing was is I think they saw the people that were there just for the push, oh. and now. The people that are in my channel now, they don't like. They don't know I'm putting in for. It. They don't know I'm going for a partner. They huh. they don't know any of this. Like they just yeah. they're like, yeah, this is an awesome stream. I'm excited to be here. And I think Twitch sees that. So I'm I'm gonna see what this next round. Like I'm gonna give it about a month. I'm gonna slip it in and see how it goes because, um, it, it's like some of the other people I've recently seen get partnered. It's like they don't have they. It's almost like they you don't even know they're pushing for partner. They're just having fun playing the game. It's almost like you know like a another stream so um when i think maybe twitch looks for that when were you applying again by the way what time of year was that uh i applied what two months before twitchcon the month before twitchcon the month after twitchcon so those are the worst times of year to apply too. like let's not let's not lie here there's they definitely accept more partners in the beginning half of the year than they do the latter half by i guess because mine was the same way like mine got declined september and i think i did november it was i can't remember if i did two or three i almost like there was a point right after i got declined i it was right off of a huge high like partner push right and then i got the bad months because eso burns out around september and so it all started trickling down together into this like spiral and so I didn't apply, didn't apply, and then I did again, and it was January when I got accepted. So it was like, again, I think this is probably a good time to to do it. Me put it in there. partner put, well, not push. That's the funny thing about yeah. I'm not even letting people know. Mm-hmm. I'm there's no partner put, no nothing. No. I'm just. Eh, I'm push and then the here, here's one. Yeah, here's one thing that I will admit as well too. 
Um, recently, uh, you know, I, I kind of told you guys about psychology and stuff that I've been reading. There, there was this quote I heard. It's like, what's good and what's not good. You know, it's like, you know, good things happen. Like, you know, the horse runs away from the farm and well, that's bad. But then it brings back like tin for horses and you're like, oh, that's good. And then your son's trying to tame a horse and it falls off and breaks his arm. And that's bad. But then the army comes and enlists him and they're like, well, you can't enlist him because he's not able-bodied. That's good. See, what is good and what's not good type of stuff. So it, it's one of those things where it's like, maybe I just wasn't ready at that time. You know, me, if I get it, that's that's really good. If I don't get it, whatever. Because like I, I was crushed and devastated after not getting it with like 200 average and like, you know, for like the, the first three months. So it, it feels it's one of those things where now I feel more sound applying where I'm not going to be bummed if I get denied. Yeah. So. And, and like you said about seeing the glass half empty and full sort of approach there or, or that there's both things happen, uh, the good and the bad. I think that's very true. We, we again, it's, it's, I told, I've told this story many times, but I feel like anytime I clean, clean house on my stream, it feels like I just get a lot more good that comes in right afterwards. And we yeeted. Did I tell the story on here about my super creeper? No. You did not. Is this appropriate time to do it? Are we kind of moving from that one to this one that ties together? Yeah, yeah. let's go. Yeah. Oh, so you may know this person. I'm going to hold back their Twitch username for this show, but um, well, I'll just give you, we'll call him Templar. So there mm -hmm. you go. Part of the name. So Templar here uh, had been in my community. He was always causing me little trouble here and there. Like it was always just unnecessary comments that were about starting something right which is never a good look on stream like if you're someone in chat and you're always just trying to start something with a streamer that's just such a bad look uh because it makes a streamer feel i shouldn't i mean it just makes us feel a little like backed into a corner right what's fight or flight like I, I either lose this battle to you or i'm you know i, I have to push you down <laughs> you know i don't want to do that uh, so, you know, this guy, weeks pass, he's like this here and there. He's very much not in every stream, so it's very forgettable. But I mentioned how hard it was for me to coordinate a previous podcast, the other one I do. I'd said to chat, oh, you know, we had four different people coordinating time zones with a G or, sorry, a UK time and Pacific, my time. I said, that was really hard. Templar in chat goes... You guys should use UTC. All the businesses do it. And I go, oh, yeah, that'd be interesting. But it doesn't really apply to our case because I have to work, you know, I, I use whatever time zone. The company we're working with works, in this case, Enemax. So I was giving them Eastern time. Stupidest thing to have a fight about, right? But this guy goes hard. Like, I was laughing at all. Like, I was being very gentle with it. I was like, oh, yeah, I get the idea. Thanks, man, for sharing. No, I, you really need to do this. And I was like okay, well, you're not hearing me. Like, I'm just saying, I, I hear what you're saying, thanks, but no, I'm I'm good. You're just obtuse. Ban. And I, because I, it was a longer message than that, I saw the first, like, you're obtuse, and was like, get out. This is why I want to bring this story up, because the next day, it gets stranger. This guy sends me an email and says, I am some executive producer for Sirius XM, and I was vetting you for an LGBT talk show and yada, yada, yada. And I write back and go, then why were you trying to harass me on stream and where is my apology? I said, if you, if this is real, get on Discord with me today. You'll set up a time. I, I said, you're going to create an account and we're going to do this. I just like, it was all my terms. Writes back something like, 
Well, I see you're just still too dense to get, like, I was trying to tell you, you would have been good for the show, and I didn't even really want to vet you to begin with. And I'm like, then you better, I don't, I'm like, I don't know what you're after, but I want your real name, your business name, and a con- contact information, because I'm going to have my California contacts vet you. Like, I literally have been in serious studios before. I could hit someone that could check on this dude, right? Like, I could find someone that would be willing to look. Uh, comes back last no actually that's when he ghosted me so I the email popped back into my inbox as a reminder that hadn't been responded to and I just write back and go two days later I'm like hey I guess this was all fake after all right like you just made this whole story up I'm like I'm pretty ashamed in you man that's pretty pretty low that you would do that and try and manipulate streamers like that and he writes something else back and it was just so over the line and like it was all so creepy that I sounded the alarms. I told all of our, our fellow stream team members and the ESO director, I was like, this guy's legit creep. He's in the California area. He definitely is trying to manipulate people by making them seem like he has big opportunities, right? Um, and I wanted people to know because with E3 coming up, I was like, I don't want, and he's a huge stalker of the ESO directory. So again, this is an Elder Scrolls thing I'm telling everybody about, but there's always, you could always apply this to your own community, right? Be on the lookout for people that might try to use things as leverage against you. They try and use their anonymity, right? This guy probably is a nobody. He probably is just sitting on Twitch creeping on people. I, I've... I worked with serious producers, and they never used UTC. So what's the point of the argument that he even had with us? Turns out, I speak to a couple of our friends, and they go, oh, yeah, he's always pushing agendas real hard. Yes. Oh, my God, he's in my guild. Yes, we've had trouble with him, too. Yes. So it, this, I guess the moral to this story is speak with your fellow streamers. Remember, this is, you know, a Twi- Twitch is kind of, eternally a competition in a way to get higher numbers but remember that there are humans behind the keyboards right and like talk to like make sure you're making friends in the community so you guys can share stuff like this like i you don't know how nate and i have had so many times when we've come to each other and been like you dealt with so and so oh yeah so and so says some weird stuff okay well i'm just gonna ban them right now because uh, a guy like this I could legitimately see him trying to lure a streamer away from a convention, like 100%. And that's another thing to be worried about is too, is like a lot of people are going to come up and uh, offer you things, especially Mm -hmm. when you become like, start to become a bigger broadcaster or you're like on the verge of doing it, or you are getting to the position where you have like a hundred to whatever views or even like 60 views. Mm -hmm. Be really weary because chances are it's probably not real. Like honestly, companies and other things won't reach out to you until you're like sitting at like, you know, you've either yeah. vetted yourself into a position where you will have contacts and they decide to share your contacts with other PRs or, uh, you know, like that. So just be really wary because I know there, there's some I've, I know horror stories like this. I was at like a TwitchCon where legit like I I walked <sighs> with this chick and this guy was behind in San Jose behind her like like a half a block and every turn block be turned oh, no. he was coming around that block, you know, Ugh. so it's one of those things you do got to worry about those things because. Like I said, people, people are weird. It's the they internet. Are. You got to get used to it. We have a lot. It's normalizing, but we still have a lot of weirdos out there. So just be careful. And I just want to say, I mean, like I, I, I talk myself down every time I see an email that looks like it could be a good opportunity. Two different Kyles read that email. There's the one that's really excited to see, oh, my gosh, this is such a cool opportunity. And he needs to exist because otherwise you're cynical, right? And you're doubting everything. But other Kyle reads it and goes, well, this doesn't match up. Like, hey, if this guy were real and actually real, his 
next email would have been an apology and would have come from an official account, right? Not some rando. It was his Twitch name at gmail.com. And I'm like, you can't even verify that. Like, if it's a legitimate offer, there will be ways to verify this. I think you and I even said that last week in our sponsor episode somewhere. We were like, you, oh, I remember. We had said, like, if a legitimate deal comes through, they can always show you the real contract. And that is still true. Like, you... You should be able to be call up an actual street address and like this should be a real thing. Don't get caught in anyone doing something too shady because I don't know if if it were a streamer that didn't have near as much experience as me. I like what if yeah, someone and- comes up and offers you a talk show and you're just brand new and you're like, oh. Another weird thing about that is, is that. Any company that will reach you will be the company email or yes. will have yes. they they brand they try their yes. hardest to be like, look at me. I am what like, you know, like it'd be Templar at serious dot com or serious XM or whatever it would be. So you, so you do have to make sure you keep your oh, you yeah. know, you got to make sure everything's there because they would they will. They're proud of it. I mean, like all my emails, like honestly, if this person at Logitech a while back that hit me up with this, sent me a Gmail, I'd be like, yeah, I don't know, man. But it was like a Logitech email. I was like, okay, like this is good. So um, just just be very careful about that. Yeah, and and I will add to that and say, like, I am in full agreement with you there. And that's something you always check the email of who's sending it. Though I will say the amount of times I've seen actual business professionals send stuff from their Gmail or their iCloud account or something like that because they – the funny thing is, I mean – when you get up that ladder of who you're working with, I mean, they're real people, too, and they do things. Like, the one guy that sent me Bethesda codes to give out was a Gmail account, and I was like, this is sketch. So I asked Gina, and she's like, oh, no, that's our our one marketing, like, dude that isn't in the company but near the company. So, like, there are occasions. Like, I don't want to—like, I support the advice, but I don't want to say blackball all that aren't official. The thing is, though, this is a good example— I have not worked with the site Power Spike before. They're in a, a sponsorship hook you up sort of site. I don't know if we've talked about this on the show. I think we talked about it last week, but I've not hosted a campaign with Power Spike yet. But they were so nice as to reach out and be like, "Hey, you're at our level to sign our partnership agreement if you want to join the team." And I, I, I was like, "That's weird." The email checks out, but. One thing we should also add is email spoofing is a real thing, too. Like, the ability for someone to send you an email from an official Logitech account or something, it happens all the time. It's not apparently that hard to do in the modern age. So I I, I contacted the one group at the company that I already worked with in a small way and said, hey, can you verify this is a real email? I wasn't expecting this. Oh, hey, yeah, that checks out. That's our team. Congrats. If you want to, if you're interested, there's an opportunity. And I was like, nice. Okay. I'm glad that I had one of your arms cross check and say that. So once you make a contact at a company, do not be afraid to double check if they know if another part of it's real. It's a cover your ass situation, you guys. It's what you got to do. Any, any last thoughts on that? ball of that's all she wrote man that's all she wrote the internet is a crazy place just be very safe out there uh if we want to move down this list here we got two emails from listeners out there the first one comes from matt now we we trim these down just a little bit thank you so much for sending these in these are amazing nate and i read them off air here um 
And feel free to keep sending e- uh, emails with questions. If you guys can keep it to one question per email, feel free to email us multiple times throughout the, the future. You guys are welcome to send them. We're going to try and tackle at least one question from each email before moving on just to keep us on, you know, keep our, our, our pacing here. But Matt says, hey, Kyle and Nate, I recently discovered your podcast through Spotify, and I've been binge listening to almost every episode for the last couple weeks. I am actually not a Twitch streamer. However, I do stream on another platform called YouNet. Now, which I hadn't heard of, Nate. You were telling me a little bit about that. You know people. Yeah, I, yeah I've heard a lot of people. Well, it's a lot of like other content creators that um, aren't Twitch specific. It's more of like people that are like, you know, they do like nail videos, but they want to do them live or they want to do um, they, you know, anything like that. There's a lot. There's a lot of Facebook people and YouTubers that are on there as well, too. It's just like it's not gaming, you know. This gaming takes, you know, Twitch is such a massive thing. It's bigger than the movie industry. And I think like yeah. sports industry at this point in time. So, um, yeah, so that's like another website. Hmm. And this is one thing uh, when we're reading it, it said like, you know, this could help on all platforms. And um, we, we definitely it does say path to partner. That's just kind of how we came up with it. But overall, it's like partner to any any platform. You can apply these to anything. It doesn't matter if it's uh, Twitch, YouTube, Mixer, any of these just, you know. We're trying to give you our details. Oh yeah, I, I, it's funny because the name, the name came up. I think I started this thing, like the, actually formed the name of it back 2018, maybe. And then you and I, I've been looking for a, a co-host. I, 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 you, I don't know if they're still up on the feed, but there might have been some older episodes you guys could listen to from a, a friend and I that that piloted it. And that's the friend that kind of disappeared a little bit on me. Um, but and it took me a while to find someone. But Nate, yeah, you and I instantly clicked. And uh, it seems that we're providing information that is really surpassing where uh, I think we thought it was going to be. Like the information, these the, the, what these, the, we bolded areas in these emails. Uh, again, I want to stress that the information you guys are providing can be applied to other streaming platforms as well. Like that's so freaking nice to hear. We set out just to make something that you know could apply to other other places like Mixer and that, but it's it's great to hear that's actually resonating. So they also said, I wanted to genuinely thank you for helping me grow my channel. I really do feel like I'm on the path to becoming a partner when I listen to your podcast. So Matt, thank you very much for that. That is very kind of you to say. And then, cool, is it fruit? Is that what you say? Cool fruit? Uh, yeah, uh, cool yeah, cool fruit, I think, I'm pretty sure. Cool fruit says, hi, Kyle and Nate. I want to thank you for this podcast, helping me so much with my streaming mindset right now. I work full time and I'm studying my own, uh, studying in my own time as well. So I took the decision to drop my streaming from three days to one to help with that. I was really worried about it at first. Um, I thought to myself, this, it's going to work for me and I can't expect growth during that time so setting some like reasonable you know expectations if you're not always on a regular schedule if you're not streaming so much time you can't hold yourself to it you know streaming's a hobby for you you got to understand that and set yourself in a different lane like don't the important thing about a hobby is if it stops being fun it's not a hobby anymore it's a chore like that's really like right some people cleaning the house is like a stress reliever to me that's like um i don't know pumicing my face on the sidewalk like I don't want to clean the house like that sounds horrible so everyone's different and you got to set expectations accordingly if you want to do this as a hobby do not beat yourself up if you're not seeing growth but if you ever want to make it into a growth game then you're playing by different rules right so that's a good way to think about that uh so skipping down here a little bit they asked us a question where they said you've talked a lot about twitch etiquette but I have a question regarding 
uh, regarding the subject, if I see something that someone else is using and I think I can do it, should I ask them if I could do something similar before doing it? Do you want? Oh, yeah. The, then here, here's here's the biggest thing. Uh, there's a lot of intangibles on that. One is the person in your network, uh, meaning like, are they or are they following you? You're following them and you guys are frequent visitors of each other's channel. Um, you know, that's that's one of the main ones, you know, the two, everyone on this platform gets ideas from everyone else. Yeah. That's one really unique thing. Like um, one thing I do is like if I'm sitting there and I'm playing and I look down, I'm like, my chat hasn't moved for five minutes and there's 115 people in here. I will do. Hey, if you guys are still here, I just I just want to check and see. Will you roll your head against the keyboard? And I just like spam a bunch of buttons, and then they press enter. Now everyone spams the uh, the buttons across the thing, and I'm like, okay. So there's there's literally 45 people lurking, which is crazy. Yeah. And um, so I kind of do stuff like, but I took that from Barbarous King, who's another broadcaster, and Smokealoke, who took it from Barbus, and then I got it from Smokealoke. So there's little things we do that we do take from each other. It really also depends on what it is. Like if it's like, I guess like an intellectual property, like maybe like I have a saying like, let's get gnarly. And then like someone else does like, let's get Becky Dempster studios or something, you know, like you got, you got to understand if it's like copying to a certain point, maybe, but it it just really kind of, it kind of boils down to, um, for asking wise, it depends on your friendship. Yeah. Most people the, the you gotta understand is like at a certain point until you've until you've done this to a point where you're no longer jealous of other broadcasters when someone like you know you're like doing like hundred views and then like you drop the fifty and the your friend drops takes off the four hundred five hundred views and you get to the point where you're not jealous you don't know because the other broadcaster could be getting jealous because there's a lot of jealousy and envy in here oh, so yeah. asking as well too is, is kind of boils down to the point where it's like do you trust this person and have you made a friendship because i'm gonna let you guys know something uh i don't trust anyone besides like four people on this platform five people on this platform like i've been burnt am i one of them them. you're you are like you are one of them so like i really like i watch what i do um just because there there are a lot of copycats and a lot of things like that but it's one of those things where uh, it depends on how long you know. Like, I think I know Kyle now for like a year. I think we're g- oh, coming yeah. up in close to a year. That's really true. Huh? And, and then like Smoke Look, I've been known for five years now. And the other people have all been like within like over a year of trust before I get to the point where I can at least like talk to them about certain things. So um, asking, it really boils down to personal uh, personal things. I mean, if like I said, if it's nothing too complex or crazy, absolutely take it for yourself. You know, use it, may modify a little bit so it doesn't look identical to it. But uh, we, I will need a little bit more details for it. So if you ever do want to stop to the broadcast and let me know, I would love to address that for you. Just uh, let me know that you're. Um, actually, th- this is this is cool, right? Yeah, that's cool, fruit. Yeah, oh, cool, cool. Come in, come back in and ask me there, and I will try to address it as best as possible for you. Yes, we want to see you guys come by both of our streams. Let's do it, gang. I mean, we are up for for questions almost all the time. Like any anytime I see someone from my community that doesn't know about the podcast, just like the other day, someone was like, "Can I DM you questions?" And I'm like, I I, I was I was getting to that point in the stream where I was kind of like tired and hungry, and I'm like, I would love to answer questions. And he's like, "Well, I want to DM them to you," and I'm like, I wish I had more brain power to get back into DMing all the time. But I'm like, if you come by the stream and ask questions or I'm like, listen to our podcast and Nate and I try and hit them all up. I was like, uh, it's, it's, it's just such a good thing we got going on here. Like the sharing of content. With yeah. People. 
it's it's really hard um for one thing as well too is like back when i kind of refer to like when you become a full-time broadcaster you really gotta love grinding you really oh, gotta yeah. not even grinding you gotta love working and be a workaholic and do it like 40 80 hours a week and then like if we have significant others anything so some people tell me the same thing like yeah i love the dm or i'd love to jump in discord and talk i don't really have time broadcasting or between eight to ten hours a day six to seven days a week or like you know even taking the time like and it's it's nothing against it we do we, oh, you know no. we have stuff set aside for our emails and a few things yeah. and we, we try our darndest to do it but it, i i mean i i realized the other day i have like i don't know probably 60 whispers on twitch so oh, i haven't yeah. even got to any of those I so oh, god mine I, I don't even have those turned on i'd be scared to see uh i don't want to look into that library that's terrifying uh um oh one thing though i will shamelessly plug on on my own show here uh is i did tell the guy I, I i did i used to do we talked about this way early on too i used to do twitch coaching sort of things on patreon and thinking of bringing that back if you guys have interest because i want to answer people's questions but answering twitch questions usually takes a long time like it's not i find rarely is a twitch question something you can dm an answer to because usually like well hey i'm in this situation and i'm having trouble growing in this pattern it's like that is a really good question but I have to ask you 30 in return and the answer is going to be like a five paragraph like essay just to start you off on where to go with that. So, I mean, I don't know. I've been working on the Patreon front like we've talking, been talking about. So if you guys want to check that out, patreon.com forward slash cloud. I'm just using my yeah. blow. And that's an option I gave that guy. I was like, I, I'm cutting out time like just because like you said, Th it is a business that's a that's huge, hard. That's a huge thing. And I, I don't want anyone to think that it's like it, this, this is another uh -huh. like thing that I've heard a lot. People are like, oh, you're scamming us. You want you? like money to kind of coach. But at the same time, uh, like we legit can like when when you become a when you become like a broadcaster, you kind of go over things. You can actually like I can look at like the breakdown of my money and how much like, you know, time's worth and stuff like that. And that's why we do it. So it's oh, it's yeah. not that we, we want anything. We just we have a lot of time. We have to make time to do this because me and Kyle off the of broadcast are literally running around with our chickens. With we, our like, I, we can barely. I'm not even up. taking days off anymore. Like there's no days off. Like the only time my days off is like the hour before I go to bed. I that's where I was. And now I've cut myself, but it, it flows the opposite or the same. Like it's it's weirdly the same circle, right? Like you're either grinding, grinding, grinding or. I try and take time to be like, you are not on. Like, shut up. You're not on. Like, don't even look at your phone. I'm like, find a, a Netflix show and do not divert your eyes. Do not double screen this. You were to watch this show because you're letting your mind refresh, right? Before another grind season comes up and then you're not able to watch Netflix for like a month, you know? It's a cycle. And so that's exactly it. It is nothing more. I, I don't love gating any sort of content that's not a bonus anyway to anything. But you're right. You start looking at how much time and that's something Zynode's going to talk about next week. And, you know, because this is the show of teaching people and breaking down that stigma. You know, this is our show to teach everyone out there. Your time is worth something. It's worth money. And you need to learn because I've been offering. I've been having great success. I don't know the people. I know some of them are in the chat here tonight. But I started getting people subscribing at the $100 tier on Patreon, which offers a a stream takeover for people to come and like actually, you know, choose a game we play one night, which is great. That is me taking a weakness, which is that I don't do much variety and turning it into a strength. You could force me to do another game. And even if my audience doesn't do well, that hour is paid for. Do you know what I mean? That like time is paid for. So you can turn strengths into weaknesses really anywhere you go. You just got to look for it. And that's 
that's why I offer the coaching. It's like, I can't do you a good service um, via DM. Like you'll get a half-assed answer. It's going to be, and I don't want it to sound flippant, but when Nate and I can barely find time to get on a call, it's hard and we want to help. So yeah, I think it's that's going to be something interesting as well, too, for anyone that is pushing for the full time broadcaster, mm. become a partner, making this at a certain point, like legit your your time, like your time mm. becomes so precious. And what, once you once you get into this area of like, you know, like like um like you can't you don't find any time like like me and the girl that I'm dating right now, like I have literally a designated one hour to talk to her around 10 o'clock. And then I go to bed about 11. I'm in bed watching TV till about 12. I'm sleeping till about 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, waking up. I'm broadcasting from about 10 o'clock to 9 o'clock. And then I have that little hour afterwards of decompression. And that's like me getting together taxes and printing out like invoices or me, you know, or us like researching stuff for the show or even like personal health right. stuff. Like, I, like I've, so it, I mean, it, it is interesting. It, it's one of the weirdest things because like, when it's good, oh, this is the best job in the world. When it's bad, there's a lot of stress, and the stress can build up really, really quickly. But I honestly, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade oh, it for I anything know. in the world. I, love, I love this stuff right now that we're doing. So I hope that you guys will love it sometime in the future as well, too. Yeah, seriously. And I, I had a, a last because we we answered this question, but we moved on to talk about other things because they they actually brought up Patreon. They said this applies to Patreon. I'd love to use uh, it, but I have no idea where I could start. Um, should I start just doing what everyone else is doing or should I ask them before utilizing it? it says I wouldn't copy it directly, just incorporate some parts of it into my style. I'd really appreciate your thoughts. So I kind of have a rule of thumb here and I don't, I've never tried this. I've never put this to the test. So I'm proposing kind of an Occam's razor type approach, if you will. And it is, if you are so close to someone that you feel like you need to ask to use their content, uh, my my razor idea implies you may be too close to use that content. If you're so close to that person that you have to ask, you may be so you may be too close to the point that you're like it's definitely going to be noticeable that you do it. I'm just proposing an idea. I don't know if that's true or not, but I had people before ask me very politely and very nicely. They're like, "Can I do the Louis treat thing?" And I was like, "It's not mine to control." But I'm like, I do see it as a unique thing to my stream. So do with that as you will. And not many of them went through with, I don't think many of them went through with doing it. Like, it was a nice thing to ask me. I don't really have anything to tell you. Like, it's not, I don't hold rights to if you feed your dog on stream or not. But, I mean, it is something that makes my stream stand out. So if you start doing it too, I mean, I, I don't know. Are, are you sharing so much to your audience that they're going to accuse you of copying? If not, then no. That's just the normal, like, osmosis of streaming, right? Like, like Nate said earlier, we all borrow from one another. If it's so much so that they're like, oh, didn't Nate just do that yesterday? Why are you doing it now? That's, oh, you know, that that may not be the look you're going for, so... I don't know. I don't know if that approach works or not. I've never tried it, but I want to see. I think I think what you said is correct. Like if if you're close enough to ask, then it's probably too close to take it. And just try like, something different. That makes a different. lot of sense. Yeah, just try yeah. something different. If if it's if they're working with it, here's a good strategy. And I think this the, the listener or the writer uh, actually kind of said this already. They said they were going to diversify it in their own. Just make sure, like, track it back to the source. What are they actually doing that's fun that you like? And then how can you make that wholly different than what they're doing and still have the same feel to it and work your way out? You may come up with something that's cooler because rarely is a product that we work with on, you know, on the Internet actually uh, 
finalized. Like, you know, lots of improvement, lots of iteration. That's the way of things. And that, we we end our, our email segment, I suppose. So thank you to everyone that wrote <laughs> in. Uh, I hope that helped with that answer. And I encourage everyone else to send in a question. We would love to do that. So people that are writing in, feel free to send some. Send us a question every week. We'll try and tackle, like, one or two in each episode. And that's really, really, those are both... Uh, well, I guess the first one didn't have a question, but they were very nice emails. I should also say the one said that we've helped them more than therapy has. <laughs> we are not licensed therapists. But damn, that's really nice to hear. That's a very big compliment. But we cannot take the place legally of your therapist. <laughs> well, that's a huge thing. I mean, like, with a lot of the stuff I imply, it like, because there's no books about streaming psychology. Yeah. There's no books about the mentality of a broadcaster. There might, I think I saw one ninja book when I was at, like, a bookstore. But other than that, like, it's literally like I take other bits and pieces of other things and I just implement it into my own life. And I'm like, look at it as like, okay, if I do it, like, it's even when I watch like uh, motivational videos on YouTube, I legit have to go find one that's talking about working out and I just replace everything with broadcasting. Oh. I'm like, uh, it's rough. But yeah, no, I mean, it, it works in anything. But thank you so much. That is one thing. As long as we can bring a smile and help you, uh, you know, turn your turn your mood around to a more positive and motivated way. Uh, I feel like we've done a good job. So yeah, and they asked a good question in there about trolls for the future. Uh, we don't have time to do it now. We're actually kind of running out of time. But I would, I'd be really interested. In the, the gist of the question is: Do you think that like trauma or positive things that happen at a young age does that impact people later on? And I, the answer as far as I know officially, is heck yeah, heck yeah, anything that happens to you as a kid. Basically, you are all, you are amalgamation of all your parents' mistakes is the way I like to say it. So you are everything they did right and wrong. Probably more so wrong because they leave the scarring effects that make you like <laughs> really, I don't know, act out very kinky, which there's nothing wrong with, but like that's common like outlet for it. Or hopefully not worse because yeah, I think trolls are probably a like, not such a loving family as probably. Yeah, that, that was a really deep question. Uh, my answer is 42. That's mm. the answer to life in the what? universe. So uh, we'll just go that way. Plug it in, Papa. No, but, <laughs> but it's, it, that is one thing. I mean, there's so much that we can go in on that topic. We could do like 18 episodes just talking about the in-depth way of like psychology and how people hurt and why they're trolls and why they're not trolls and all this other stuff. But I think we have an episode on trolls. Yeah, we do. I think it was like episode like nine or something. I can't yeah. even go back as far. Might, it might even be on Spotify. So if you guys oh, are watching YouTube, go for Spotify and see. Um, oh, can I say, can I interject and say, for some reason weeks ago, and I didn't know this didn't happen until recently, but episode 16 apparently never posted. Like it's up there, like it should have gone out, but it says we have zero views and I can't find it in my podcast player. So I'm guessing episode 16 never aired, which means you guys get a, an episode some week in the future that Nate and I... Uh, Thought you got question mark? I have no idea, but it's creepy and it's vanished. And but I've got the files, so you guys can have it in the future. Uh, also, I put in forty two in my calculator, and it came out eight zero zero eight. Any idea why it's saying boob at me? No, is that what it is? Oh man, I don't know, man. Just keep pipe pumping in those numbers. <laughs> yeah, you're reading too much into that joke. That was no. It doesn't 
even know. I was like, really? No. I just, I, I was excited. I just know it's from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> so I was like so pumped. I was uh, like, is Boob the real answer but how to would life? I, okay, I just said I typed in 42. I type, I don't know, man. Tell Imagine. me about this crate. Before we get arrested. Oh, yeah. Tell me about what other people are getting arrested. What's going on? Oh, boy. Oh, oh. boy. Oh, boy. This is one of my favorite things in the world is CSGO scams there you literally can i could write a whole internet historical document Ooh. of how many people have gotten in trouble for csgo scams or the cs stuff so recently a brazilian pro who actually paid the way um i, I remember i remember hearing of her like a long time ago and she technically paved the way for like a lot a lot of uh video gamers in brazil and south america and as a whole like pretty you know that's really good yeah um and uh but like kind of like what Josh OG did and a couple other broadcasters back in the day, they made these they made these sites. The thing that the thing is is that you know the the way that Josh and OG and all of them got away with this, it's like, oh yeah, I can gamble the my money and it it gives me crates and I can win really oh man, look, I just won this amazing thing. But they rigged it so he would win on stream more. So people thought they'd win more. You could still win it. But it was the chances were a lot, you know, it was kind of rigged around. So the craziest thing about it is, is that, you know, he got he kind of got a slap on the wrist because he didn't do it. This person and that this is something that if you're a broadcaster, you really want to watch out for is that you're whatever you do is punishable by law, no mm. matter what. Like, it, it, like if you don't little, like deliver goods, maybe you decide to print T-shirts, you know, with your logo and you have them in stock at your place and you decide to ship them out. That like and you don't ship them or deliver the goods. This is what this broadcaster did from Brazil. What she did was she had a website and there was there was goods that you could get. So you know, like special knives and stuff like that. I think like 115 people uh, were like, or not even 115. I think it was like a, like a, it was a pretty decent amount. I know it was over 100. Did not del- receive their their goods, and but it was only like over 100, less than 200, and. The they deemed everything that she did so bad that she sentenced to 116 years in prison. But in Brazil, you can only serve 30 if it's a like an international type of thing, which I think it was delivered via international type stuff. So she is now looking at she's not arrested or even being withheld or anything, but she's looking at 116 years in prison or at least at least 30 in Brazil. So um, this is kind of some drama that that is just unbelievable um, because it, it just shows that like when she did this act, I, can't, I think it was I think it was a while ago. I think it was all that stuff was going around and it just took a while to get through the courts. It just shows that like even though we're broadcasters and we think we have these cool things, scams a scam. Like it's just like tax fraud is tax fraud or, you know, like not reporting your stuff to the IRS is still not reporting your stuff to the IRS. Like. We are not above the law and we really need to abide by stuff. So this this goes to if you made, you know, a thousand dollars on Twitch or you made six thousand dollars on Twitch, report that to your taxes no matter what. Like I know yeah. it sucks, you gotta pay 30% of it. And also it's like um, but it's just crazy because it could happen to anyone. Like anyone could kind of do something like that or try to scam or like maybe not, you know, or you do a giveaway for like console or like you don't deliver a good to someone so it's very very scary that this stuff kind of goes on other than that there's really not too much other news going on in the twitch universe other than xqc got 
uh, got banned for showing nudity, but we don't know too much into it, so Whoa. we're not really going to address any further. And um, yeah, I think that that literally is it. Yeah, there's nothing. It's it's good. No news is good news. Yeah. Though, so and, and I read into that article more, and it says like so that company. I guess the lawyer says they've delivered things successfully, and her husband, ex husband, I'm sorry, takes 100 percent of the response. That's going to be an interesting one to see what happens. So he's taking responsibility. Is she going to be able to fix her image? Like you said, I mean, you can't just promise and not deliver. So please, 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 do that. Mm-hmm. And that that gets. The bigger you get as a streamer, the more that matters, too. Um, not to say it doesn't matter if you're a starting streamer, but, like, if you've got a tight-knit community, you're less likely to have things like this where when you start getting bigger and bigger and bigger and you're not as tapped into your audience, you need to know that is usually a very uncomfortable growth stage for any business when they go from, like, we're servicing. Like, think of restaurants. How many restaurants have done this? where they are really good regionally, like when they're in your region, but then once they get like national, they start to suck. Like there are things, because it's hard to keep control of everything when you're so used to just doing it yourself. Like you can apply this to so many different franchises and businesses. And it applies to streaming as well, that when you go from being able to handle things yourself and it gets bigger and you start servicing all these people because, well, it sounds to me like if she's innocent, then she was at least negligent of not paying attention to what one arm of her business was doing and the fact that her customers were getting totally ripped off. And without reading too, too far into it, that's that's bad on its own. Like if you're not hearing that your customers are unhappy. Can I point to Jeffree Star, though, it was a really cool one to watch over the Christmas season. If you guys haven't read up on that, um, Jeffree Star got really big on YouTube again with Shane Dawson. That was that whole thing we talked about this here and there. But then I guess there were major shipping issues over the holiday. I mean, as a company, he went above and beyond, was like sending out Snapchats every day, giving status reports. They like fully sent huge packages to people that missed things. So like if they missed um, a, ho- a Christmas delivery, they got like a bonus bag or something with it. Like they, that is a company trying to do it right because these days you're flayed if you fuck up. Yeah, here here's a huge thing as well too. Is um, habits aren't <laughs> habits and good um, good habits aren't built like just in an instant. Mm-hmm. So like it's really good from the day one to practice and treat your broadcast like you are going to be have sixteen million followers oh, yeah. and you know twelve thousand views every single day because you want to ingrain good habits so that way you're not sketchy or you do not have those habits of being sketchy in the future. So right. that's also, I mean, that's a huge thing. Jeffree Star, Shane Dawson, this whole, their whole makeup line that they they did. Mm-hmm. The reason why they did so well is because they have done these type of things. I mean, mm-hmm. Jeffree Star has done them for totally. forever. Yeah. So it's like, he, like he like legit, like made his stuff every single day, you know, like, right. From from the beginning out, so it, it's one of those things. Like practice your practice good business now yeah. before it gets too late or so. Yeah, and you got to have that like that pride in what you're making and delivering. So if yeah, if any of that's missing, you need to reevaluate. Do it while you're early on too. If that's like a problem you're having, figure that out nice and early on so you can address it. Because yeah, many businesses struggle and many crash that way. Don't be one of them. Survive. Okay. I think that's kind of it for this week. Yeah, we're good. We're caught up on all the news. 53 minutes of the show done. We're right on schedule. Okay, Nate, why don't you tell these fine folks where uh, they can find you this week? Perfect. You can find me at Twitch almost every single day at 10 a.m. Woo! Because I'm doing earlier now because uh, I, you know, I've, 
I feel frisky, you know? Oh, I like so that. at twitch.tv slash gnarly Nate, you can also find me on Twitter and uh, Instagram at gnarly underscore Nate TTV. Nice. And uh, yeah, I th- actually think it's it. I don't have any cool shameless plugs to throw in. So mm. yeah, throw it to you, Kyle. Oh, good. I'm an expert at shameless plugging. But um, yeah, no, I, I like I said earlier, I've been... I think I've settled on my stream time for right now to like ease my brain to work on some other projects. So you can stop by my stream and I'd be happy to answer Twitch questions. It is uh, every day except Wednesday and Sunday, all starting at 3 p.m. Eastern time. So Wednesdays and Sundays, well, you can find Nate and I in the evening on Wednesday. So you know where to, where to be that day. And then Sundays, you can find me in Discord. That's discord.gg forward slash KDS. We're usually in there streaming some sort of game off to the side that's kind of i think we talked about this last time too but that's a little micro project of mine to try and see if i'm sending people over to discord for little bonus streams like how that works in terms of uh keeping things hot what was fun before you and i started talking well i got very distracted here at the apartment um they were fixing some things and i was chatting with some of the guys well i left my computer streaming conan exile in the in this discord channel and i had had like three or four people in there when i left but i came back to like 10 people all just hanging out around i'd i'd left it for like four hours too like i didn't like leave for like 10 minutes like four hours later (laughs) and my game is like just streaming conan exiles and everyone's in there just talking as my account's idling and i'm like well that's great i accidentally brought everyone together i was trying a little bit but not really so that was kind of a cool thing thank you to everyone that shows up for that sort of stuff um and check out the page Patreon project, patreon.com forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios. That is the big one I've been working on. Um, I'm very excited about that. And I really want to let you guys know I need to get Zynote. I need to poke him right after the show uh, so that we can get him on to talk about that with you as well. So thank you, everyone out there that tunes in. We love seeing you guys on Twitch come by. We love seeing those comments on Twitter. So keep those coming. We love retweeting those. Uh, I'm at Twitter at Kyle Dempster STU. And the show is at Path, the number two partner at gmail.com or nope scratch the last part it's just path to partner the other they're so confusing Nate. why are they like this (laughs) twitter why can they just give up like i i want path to two partner like please give me that name so it can match our gmail account t-w-o you mean t-t-o oh bless uh you know what you know what don't listen to us you forget everything we said you look at the description or the show notes trust that not us it is smarter than us hail the show notes Okay. All hail the show notes. Show notes. Bye, everybody. Have a great weekend. Uh, good luck in your streaming. Talk to you later.